Hey guys, it's Miss Jenga. In this episode, we're going to talk about some exciting things that are happening in the sex education world, which does involve some serious topics like sexual assault. So if that's something that might trigger you, please know that this is your official trigger warning. So listen to it with a buddy and just know that we love you. The following podcast is for mature audiences only. So hey, look, if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Hey guys, it's Ms. Jenga. It's Freckles. Dr. Jack. How's everybody Complete doing? with a cold. Oh, oh my God. I'm I'll try sorry. not to sniffle in the mic. Okay. okay. So Can you contract a cold from eating pussy? Like if I had Ooh. a cold and you ate me out? <laughs> I, I can't it's see a mucus, why I would It's a mucus membrane. I can't see why I wouldn't. Do you want to try French kissing I, my clit and I find out? did lick about three last night. It's a virus. So Did you possible. get mono? No, I know. Mm. You really can't. No. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just <laughs> fucking around. Like, I don't want to spread misinformation. <laughs> no, we wouldn't want that. <laughs> Miss Jenga, not misinformation. Right. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good. Yeah? Really fucking good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We're prepping for the holidays, so we're doing a couple of ho, weekends ho, of marathon ho. recordings because we've got some plans and stuff like that so this let's is let's not make any christmas references until we eat the turkey do you <laughs> uh, i i don't have my red satan cup yet do you, do you so have do you have your marathon on i i'm not wearing any panties Woohoo! yeah yeah marathon is a fun event though like we yes. haven't we haven't talked about that the marathon is the uh, burlesque olympics that happens over the summer every year here in seattle so we should totally like do a, do a location recording like there. Ah. That'd be fun. Marathon. Yes, yeah. I think it's required. I, I, wear, I wear a thong. Must wear a thong. Okay. Captain Jack must wear a thong. I, I, I'll and take one for the team. Nothing else. There you go. Nothing else. Perfect. Thong? You've got a nice Perfect. ass. Why not? Why not? It's kind of furry too. I don't think you'll get cold. Yeah. Well, I got a little bit here. Yeah, that's yeah. all good. <laughs> Something to grip onto. <laughs> that much hair. It's a non skid ass. Coil your hands in it or anything. <laughs> Not like that pussy hair we saw on those porn makes the other day. Right? Oh, my, oh my God. God. That was fun. That was fun. And it's, yeah, it's really different to see it. And the, the pubic, uh, the pubic hair, I, I saw this great chart one time where it showed like beards and, and pussy hair. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, in the 50s, it was big bush and no facial hair. And yeah. then like how it progressed. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like now you've with the power of sugaring from uh, Julie Maines at uh, Sugar Me Julie. Got it right in that. at the beginning. Right. Nicely she done. didn't even do that on purpose. Nice. Uh, yeah. I got to go see her because my my uh, my Miss Jenga is getting a little fuzzy. That's what you said last week, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a chance to make an appointment. Okay. Right. And I'm not going to shave like that leads no. to all kinds no, of things. No, because it takes no... Uh, because then you gotta wait. Then you gotta, gotta wait. Four wait. weeks. Gotta yeah, wait. something yeah. like that. Just so she's got enough to grip. Till everything's right again. She's my favorite pube and snatcher. And it's for the lovers of your world. Yeah, shaving's just not the way to go. And it's weird because it grows out like when you do have a little bit of grow out from sugaring. It's soft. It's, it's soft. not. It's a prick. Yeah, it doesn't. I no only prick got, on your I prick. only I nope. only like one kind of prick down there. Really. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so. he's your husband. Or was bang. Or what was, was that? Yeah. Yeah, was bang. Was, was bang. bang. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All good. Yeah, now. I said that to Did somebody and they I don't know. What? <laughs> Only kind of pricked down there. It yeah. was bang. Yeah. Where's sure yeah. my drum roll? Hilarious. Oh, Jack. We're what not we a morning radio show. <laughs> so no, no sound effects. No extra. Next year. Uh, today we have a classic uh, gin and tonic with a different twist. It's uh, lemon. The fact that we're drinking it in the wintertime, not summer. It, well, there's that too. Yep. Mm. Okay, I have to say that the lime masks the tonic flavor that I don't care for. Ah, yes. I'm not a big tonic fan. So, But this is all right. Cool. I'll, I'll probably finish it. I like it with a lemon. Mm-hmm. I like it better with lime. It's, uh, I like, yeah, it's currently better with it's, lime. it's popular in England to uh, go with the lemons. Lemons are more plentiful and cheaper. Oh, okay. It, it sends, okay. and there are certain uh, tonic companies that that uh, request that you drink a gin and tonic with if, with their tonic with a lemon in it. Really? Huh. Yes, indeed. Interesting. Yes. Well, I bought extra lemons so I could do uh, boobs on the turkey this year. Because I thought that was funny. <laughs> 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 Have you seen that? Of course you did. Yes, yes, yes. You're not going to use them as testicles instead. I know. I uh, no. <laughs> that just I I don't stuff. It's the a bre- it's a breast augmentation. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we, hey. we actually hi hi uh, implants. Um, yeah, we don't we don't stuff the turkey with stuffing. You stuff it with lemons. <laughs> no. Well, I we have don't before. usually actually. Our, our, We've done our, that before. We have, but yeah. usually, usually our, our, our turkey is a uh, is a high roast flat bird. Yeah. It looks like a little frog. It does look like a little frog. It cooks Butter- in two hours. It's fucking yeah. amazing. It's the best turkey you've ever had in your life. Fucking crispy ass skin. Yeah. Everything's perfect. You know what, guys? This is not a cooking show. Right. Well, ah. today uh, on the O Face podcast, we're just sharing our favorite Thanksgiving holiday recipes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to cooking. Cooking Make with your gas. face O and a different reason. Exactly right. right. Yes. Right. Yes. Food is an aphrodisiac. Exactly. Sure. An aphrodisiac. Yeah. Yes. So what what is our topic if if we're not talking about recipes? What is our uh, topic? We today? are talking about uh, talking to your kids about sex. So there's been some interesting uh, things in the media lately about uh, the yes means yes mm-hmm. made a splash on the scene probably about a year ago on college campuses. Yes. And it used to be no means no, which um, people are not necessarily aware of the origin of that. No means no phrase actually started at New Horizons in 1978 when uh, Norbert asked Lorna, if we're going to open a club, what are your rules? The ladies make the rules because it was... You know, just a right shit show. Like he's got some <laughs> stories, like women being traded in poker games and key, like real fucking key parties and how that all went down. And he was one of the guys that was like super respectful of what his wife wanted and needed, and it was not that. And that's how New Horizons got started. So he basically was like, "You make the rules." Like, let's make sure that you feel comfortable. This is a femme-centric club, and no means no came from New Horizons. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, standing on it's the shoulders of giants. for you, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's interesting because he said, I never thought that that would be a thing. Like, it's taught in schools and blah, blah, blah. So, so they I, changed to yes means yes, which is um, consent, enthusiasm, and clarity. So it's, you know, are you sober enough to make this decision? You know, that means you can't roofie somebody and have them say yes, and it's it's not rape, right? Okay. Um, is it an enthusiastic yes? A maybe is not a yes. Uh, later is not a yes. It's yes or no. 
if it's mm. a yes, then that means yes, you know, and and that's the what's being promoted on so college it's like campuses. Compliment to no means no. It's not like no means no doesn't apply anymore. Correct. Correct. Um, it's it's just because lack of consent is not implied consent. Mm-hmm. So, not asking someone. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't say no. Uh-huh. Okay. Well. When someone has been victimized in other areas of their lives, fight or flight kicks in. And flight can also mean not just running away, which some people think, and that's a misnomer. It can mean just like crawling up inside yourself and having an anxiety and panic attack where you just freeze and you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. That's not consent. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's not an enthusiastic, yeah, I want to fuck you and get on that disco stick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that's been a really nice stage uh to see occur in the last couple of years really but to have it yes means yes um there's there's also some controversy surrounding that too because things get cloudy when people are knocking it out and does that also apply to guys because sometimes women don't get clear consent sometimes females don't get clear consent um and I know that we've all had instances of that where things have happened and it's like, okay, well, that's not exactly where I wanted it to go. And Jack, you've had some instances where women didn't didn't talk about things beforehand or took things a little too far and then didn't want to take responsibility um, after yeah. it was over. Correct. And we don't have to get into that, but yeah. um, it, it's I think that's a widespread issue that people aren't really willing to talk about. And that's that pendulum swing of the men are not always the perpetrators. And I think that yes means yes. And, and couching it as, you know, is it yes on both sides? Is it yes? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I found a really interesting article about how they are in California, of course, because that's where all this crap comes from first. Um talking about how they're changing sex education in high school. And at the beginning of this article, which was on uh, CBS News this week, um, they, in Belmont, actually where <laughs> Nana used to live, <laughs> down yes. in San Francisco. Um, so this was uh, a, the new look of high school sex ed. They're changing the structure of the program and getting away from just the mechanics of sex uh, the biology, the scare tactics of, I mean, I had a slideshow of venereal diseases. Like I saw a cauliflower dick and was like, holy crap. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, somebody had such a bad infection of genital warts that it was, it, yeah. it looked like cauliflower grown on their cock. Yeah. Know? I had, I had that, that particular slideshow, my, uh, my freshman orientation in college. Nice. Yeah. That was awesome. And I went Wonderful. to a Catholic school. Like, they brought in the health department oh, yeah. and, like, had the sex ed talk. Um, but it was also a boarding school. So, you know, there's a little bit of, like, <laughs> getting it on. Um, so the, the, the room full of teens, they're, they're freshmen in high school. So 14, 13, four, well, 14, 15 years mm-hmm. old. Um, this is the question that was posed. Uh, a boy and girl meet at a school dance the boy drives her home they kiss what happens next over the girl's protest leaves him confused and her crying no longer a virgin do you consider that rape and they go through the whole article talking about the change in sex education and how it's moving towards more communication as opposed to just the biology and the mechanics of it interestingly only about a third of the class raised their hand and said that was rape right Two-thirds started asking questions. Was she dressed provocatively? Mm 
Did she try and push him away? Just all of these questions started coming up and it's a really clear indicator that we're still in that mentality with that age group of, you yeah. know, what is consent? Is it because we're afraid of false a- accusations? I think that there are false accusations that go on. Um, we want to make sure. And, and it, it, it victimizes not only the person who is um, didn't commit a crime, uh, but it also victimizes people that have actually had something happen because uh-huh. you're not believed. Uh-huh. You know, every time someone cries wolf on either side of the coin, whether it's a guy saying that he had sex with somebody he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. make himself look better, or, you know, a girl saying that I was raped by this guy because she's scared of getting in trouble by her parents. Um, she doesn't want to be perceived as slutty, so yeah. then she takes on the victim role. Or I've even heard girls, well, I just didn't have a good time, so it must have been rape. No, it's not. That's, that's become a, a thing more recently that there's the regret um, aspect of it. And sometimes... Yeah, that's been going on for years. Well, I knew girls yeah, that did that being, when I was in But it's high actually school. being accounted for now with statistics. Oh, okay. And they're finding there's an upswing in, in regret. Regret reports? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's that's ridiculous. So Which I really think that this is a great doesn't movement. doesn't illegitimize the, the claim, but it does beg the question, you know, how do, how, do we, how do we move forward with consent? And there are detractors to yes means yes because some of the implementations that have been suggested have uh, have gone with enthusiastic consent at every step and of course people run with that and say you know well what does that mean if i if i kiss you do i have to get yes to you know touch your neck do i have to get a yes to to hug you do i have to get a yes to which is you know the the argument ad absurdum off the other end that basically leads to you know it's like well now now i'm gonna have to sit there and do this this thing where i have to say is this okay is this okay is this okay is this okay? And gosh, that's not very fun. Mm-hmm. But it's, but the argument comes from a place of privilege and a place of that that the same questions come from those right. questions about well, sh- what was she wearing? Right. Well, that doesn't fucking matter. Really, right. in in reality, it doesn't, and it shouldn't. No, doesn't matter. Um, people use that to to blame the victim. Right. And that fucking sucks. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So I in and. There's a huge percentage of unreported rapes that are date rapes that are, you know, too drunk to consent. Um, I I wanted to just make out and it went too far and I said no and it wasn't adhered to, you know. So Mm -hmm. the yes means yes, you know. That I think that that's that's a good movement, and you make you make a very valid point with that. Um, so the U.S. Department of Education is currently investigating um, not only sexual violence cases in elementary and secondary schools in more than two dozen states, including California, Colorado, Illinois, and Texas, but they're also looking at legislation for changing the federal standards for sex education to include uh, consent and communication. Um, which I think is is a positive direction in some respects. I also have a real problem with the government being in everybody's bedroom, True. you know, because where is that going to go? Um, we had an interesting experience. I was talking to uh, Sweet uh, Sweet Cheeks, um, our daughter, and she was actually going to do a senior project. Her initial senior project for graduation was going to be a comprehensive sex education program. And with their senior project, the school's required to help them get access to accomplish whatever they need to for their 
their senior project. So oh, she, snap. <laughs> so she oh, worked on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She worked on it all summer and had plans to go to the state legislator. She had plans to go to the state board of education, talk to the superintendent, like all this stuff. And she walks mm-hmm. in and goes, boom, like to her teacher, this is what I want to do. And her teacher's like, no. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Shut sucks. it down. Yeah. Shut that, it down. She had no recourse there? She had no way to... What What was she going to do? Her teacher started grilling her, are you going to become a sex educator? Because it was supposed to be, what are you going to do for a career? Okay. You know? Right. And Sweet Cheeks is okay. like, I'm not legitimately planning on becoming a lawyer. Okay. And, um, you know, and, and it was... It was basically her teacher was like, this is going to cause a lot of problems and I understand why you're doing it, but it like, no, this is, they're, they're not going to let you do this. Well, considering that the, uh, that the program at the school at the time was an abstinence only program. Oh, we found that out. That was the whole fucking thing. Like they sent home paperwork that said, if you don't want your kid to get sex sex education at school, then you have to sign this paper and send it back. Otherwise they're going to get this program. And I'm like, I don't care. Like we talk about sex at home all the time. She got kicked out of the sex ed class three times. (laughs) Yeah. So she's telling me about this shit. There was no information included in that packet about what they were going to be teaching. They only allow you to come in between one and three o'clock on like a Tuesday afternoon to look at the sexual sex ed curriculum. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what are they going to, what are they going to do that's so bad? Well, apparently it's abstinence only that they're teaching. Oh, jeez. So she started saying... Public school? Yeah. 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 And she was a sophomore... In 2015. Sophomore, junior in high school. This isn't like it's, you know, fucking nine-year-olds. No. No. Public school, dude. Oh, dude. My... I I got a great sex ed... I had a great sex education in in elementary school. Yeah. In third grade, we started reading Our Bodies Ourselves. Yep. Which is still, to this day, one of the best sex, sex education... You know, where do babies come from kind right. of situation. Right. And they, you know, there's... You should post that on the, the site for people to link to. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, my my sex education at school was way more involved than anything my parents ever ever gave me. My sex education started in fifth grade. Or was it sixth grade? Something like that. And each class had a doctor that came in for a couple of days. Neat. Mm-hmm. And discussed their bodies and right. sex ed and this is how we all do where babies came from but you know this is your, the technical part of it and, and uh, you went to Catholic school right I did not oh you didn't that I was in not. public school that was public school okay and uh, funny thing is the doctor that walked through the door was a family friend oh crap <laughs> <laughs> I knew him really well <laughs> so you had your first club experience of seeing someone that you knew. Uh, <laughs> and, and he, he did every once in a while make reference to, and I don't even remember what it was. I just remember I was embarrassed because I was put out in class and a little right. sex education. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah, sobering. That's cool. That's cool that they were doing, I mean, that extensive. Yeah. I, um, I thought my sex education early on was pretty decent in the school district. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I went to, I've been through pretty much every possible school scenario there is and I went to a an evangelical Christian school when I was younger um 
so there was absolutely no sex education whatsoever. And I remember in fourth grade being super curious about everything because people, that's when kids start talking, like third, mm-hmm. fourth grade, oh, and like yeah, rumors and Definitely. yeah, um, all that. I mean, it's It starts younger than that, but that's mm-hmm. like when the group of kids I was hanging, like I knew about it, really it from curious. neighborhood kids and whatever else. Yeah. Um, because they were public school kids, so <laughs> these were <laughs> these were very sheltered Christian family kids in in Colorado, uh, home of Focus on the Family. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, so uh, yours truly did all the research in the library and started reading up on sex, and then I was giving sex education classes on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, my parents still have not talked to me about sex, and um, mine never had. Yeah, never did at all. I had uh, I had a conversation with my father. <laughs> this is hilarious. When I was dropped off at uh, college, before before the genital warts slideshow in freshman orientation, there was a the school that I went to was a small uh, mid Missouri uh, private school. And there was an all an all girl school down the road, and they had a nuts and bolts mixer on the first night that everybody was there. And my dad looked at me, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, "Just be sure to wear a washer." <laughs> That's awesome. and I yep. Said, Thank you. <laughs> and we finished moving shit in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, my mom and dad never talked about sex. Uh, actually. I had I have I have four older brothers, and one of my older brothers on my sophomore uh, homecoming came into my room before homecoming. He said, mm-hmm. "Hey man, you might need a couple of these tonight." There you go. Good luck. Pat me on the, on the shoulder. <laughs> Good luck. And what I, are they? I, that I, was I, it. I, what I, are so, they for? I, he's like, you know how to use them. I'm like, yeah, I played with one before. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> One of those <laughs> stayed in my wallet for two years. Oh, dear. That's oh, not dear good. Lord. That's not good. Yeah, and that's a really good point that, that sex education can be completely absent in a family system depending on the cultural norms, the the ethnic group, possibly. Yep. Um, it's very difficult for uh, people of Asian descent. That's not something they discuss in their culture whatsoever. Sexuality is really difficult for people that come from the Asian rim and, and India and that type of thing, um, which is interesting because that's, you know, the tantric sex stuff comes from India. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. Uh, but you get to a certain point and that's when people start discussing sex. We have had an interesting experience as parents, Freckles and I, and and you have a young child as well. Yep. Um, we were always adamant about raising our kids in a sex positive household. Sex positive wasn't even a buzzword. I mean, it it no. has recently come on the scene. Um, we got a lot of kickback, a lot of flack from relatives and friends, and I was constantly. Not constantly. More often than not, I was on the phone explaining to our kids, friends, parents, okay, this is what's going on at our house. If our kid talks about this, this is where it's coming from. Yeah. So I was preemptive with that in some of their intimate relationships because I'd had bad experiences of having a bad reputation in a small town when I was 12 for sexual activity that I wasn't even engaged in. And, oh, yeah, there were people that wouldn't let me come over to their house because I was the town slut at 12, 13 years old. And I hadn't even had sex. 
you know so that was that was a fucked up thing that i didn't want my kids to have to experience so i was preemptive with their friends parents and saying you know hey i'm directing the vagina monologues and our daughter's in it and her favorite monologue is cunt so sorry (laughs) you know (laughs) um and and actually like as specifically sweet cheeks friends got older her their parents would bring them to the production of the vagina monologues that we were doing wow. because we did it for uh, six, yeah, seven years, years. Yeah. something like that so they had the opportunity to kind of grow up around it and then like well i want to go see it so it was really a nice gateway so it's this like what what they call second order change in education is you're the the pebble that goes in the pond and then the ripples that you make outwards are the change so you only have to focus on your own family which is kind of cool so but we we started with our kids super young just with um there's sexual abuse history in my family that i wanted to prevent and uh, a lot of sexual shame in freckles family Mm -hmm. and just lack of even discussing it a lot of sexual shame in my family and we wanted to yeah and we wanted to like get over it so how do you do that like we look at our kids now and all the crap that everybody's freaked out about you're going to make your kids promiscuous if you offer condoms our our kids are (laughs) our son wasn't sexually active until he was over 18 and we had an amazing experience which we'll talk about in just a little bit because i loved what you did with that conversation freckles and our daughter sweet cheeks she's very open no i haven't had sex yet I'm not interested right now. I haven't found the right person. And we have jars of condoms around the house. Like yes. uh, the kids. So many, so many so that uh, some of our <laughs> kids' friends comment on it. Like, why Why do you have <laughs> condoms? Like, because don't be a dumbass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so how did that how did that start for us? That's that's what I get the the question because people see the result. You know, 20 years of work, this is what you get. We started out just using the proper terminology um, when the kids were in the bathtub, changing diapers before they were verbal. You know, this Mm -hmm. is your penis. Um, It's okay for me to change your diaper. It's not okay for other people to touch unless, you know. Um, and And then talking about how to keep yourself safe without making it scary or weird or frightening. And uh, one of the things that we did that we got a tremendous amount of shit for um, from both sides of our family, we would not make our kids hug or kiss relatives or friends goodbye unless they wanted to. Absolutely fucking not. And now there is articles about it. This is the trend for parenting to help make your kid have body autonomy and safe. And I'm like, fuck you guys. You didn't have to deal with the myriad of shit and like, I, I actually had one relative, one of your relatives yeah. actually um, take me in another room and tell me how inappropriate that was. And True. I said, really, you yeah. think it's inappropriate? I said, how would you like it if I made you go up and hug a stranger on the street that you didn't know and then shamed you for it? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not appropriate either. Then we're of not course. having this conversation anymore. Fuck uh. you. But I, I got lamblasted for it. And it's interesting that they do it more to women because he never had any of those conversations with people. That is true. I don't have a, they, peop, I don't have that kind of conversation with people. They don't they don't tend to try to tell me stuff like that. Yeah. I think mostly because I just look at him and go, yeah, okay. But I'm thanks. the scary one. <laughs> right. But exactly. I'm the scary one. You are right one. the scary one. <laughs> she is. And yet people think that like it's okay to say shit like that to me. You know, yeah. it's like, where do you get off? But that is that is probably the number one thing that we did with our kids. And and I've encouraged um, 
our, our polycule mates um, have a, a two-year-old and I had a long conversation with, you want to keep your kids safe? This is how, how I did it with mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never had any outside issues with abuse or anything outside of the family. Um, and it, it, it felt really good like to get my kids out of high school and neither of them got raped. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's uh, that was a big that's fear. Sad. That's but, like an achievement. But Yay. you have, but you've got a daughter, and it's like one in three, one in three, man. Sad. And they say one in four, only one in five is reported. But when you start talking to people, like the the amount of women that have had some sort of some well, sexual abuse it was, of some sort, it wasn't really rape because he didn't punch me in the face what <laughs> like what just that you have to have a punch in order to have it has to be violence there's, that's yeah, the there's message a message that violence is the the key yeah or i was roofied mm-hmm. and i don't really remember what happened i kind of remember this but you know it wasn't yeah. really rape or and, and and to clarify violence on a scale of kicking punching restraining that kind of violence the, the sexual violence notwithstanding that you know that that's the violence that, yeah. that you know you're actually being forced to do something that you said no to yeah. that you don't want to do that yeah. you're not interested in that all this other stuff yeah instead of emotional coercion you right. know that that doesn't seem to count and that's what's being counteracted right now in the sex education yes um, means yes which is exciting yeah it's, it's exciting for me because that <laughs> validates everything we were yep. doing um so as the kids got older it was uh, age appropriate questions they'd ask us questions and we'd say you know we're open to talk to anything the biggest thing that parents can do is just be comfortable. Like if you're not comfortable talking to your kids about sex, talk to your friends about dialogue. What, what, what is it like? Like, how does it feel? Because a lot of us have never had that talk with our parents, you know, and and you actually went out and I, I was about it all the time. Like as the kids got older, it was like silly jokes about, you know, sex stuff or whatever or it would be like in a movie and like I remember my mom like oh my god avert your eyes like if there was a makeout scene or whatever and yeah. when the kids were younger they're like wow that's kind of hot you know <laughs> and they'd be like <laughs> what <laughs> you know yeah. um, avert your eyes doesn't I don't think result in you turning away from whatever it is it makes generally it makes like, that oh, activity that seems, you're watching be shameful that so seems if you were to partake in that later on yeah correct you would be doing something wrong yep and even we, if it's completely awesome and yeah. wonderful and we never set up filters on the computers for porn we'd have reports issued we had reports issued and then we would have conversations yeah mm-hmm. and so, yeah one of the things that um, we did with with our son was um, when he started exploring internet porn because that was something that generations before never had to deal with I mean we mm-hmm. were we were all hiding magazines out in the woods you know <laughs> oh, so true <laughs> um which, you know, pages get sticky and whatnot. <laughs> ah. The pages weren't sticky, you noticed. Uh, I know. The, the, that por- we... the magazines last week. The skin skin None mags. None of them were sticky together. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing over clean porn. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it was Playboy, so. Granted, it was from the 70s. And they had big old bushes, but hey, they were still beautiful. There you go. Yeah, so that's, that's one thing that we would have conversations Um when he was having some issues with researching a lot of porn on the internet because it's, you know, I like how you put that researching issues, <laughs> researching, <laughs> researching a lot of porn. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. I'll call um, it that from now on, you know, after the podcast, I'm going to go 
research some issues. It is. I mean, it is a sex-positive podcast, so it really technically is research. But instead of shaming him and telling him it was taboo, it was like, all right, you like doing research? Well, here's what you're going to do now. You're going to research the impact of uh, porn on a developing brain and how it creates um, a a negative dynamic with communication with women. There, homeschooled. Yeah, objectifying. (laughs) So he had to write me a three-page report on this shit. And it was like every time, dude. All right, here's your here's your porn threshold for the week. Oh, you went over another report, please. This topic is this. Wow, <laughs> wow. So it was giving him the education and the knowledge because what we were trying to do isn't prevent sexuality. We're trying to prevent crime. You know, mm-hmm. objectifying women can lead to sexual assault and to just you know, well, the girl in the porn likes this, so why doesn't she like it? Well, she's 15, dude. You know, it's don't stick it up her ass unless she asks for it. You know, <laughs> levels um, of sexuality yeah. you have to attain. Well, and just what is appropriate because we were never like, you know, porn is bad and blah, blah, blah. I never went into, you know, the women being coerced into doing porn. They're not. That's a choice that they make. They, you know, mm-hmm. I, there are people Majority. that are sold into the sex trade that type of thing that are forced into doing that stuff i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm you know i'm honoring that situation because that can be pretty horrendous but um you know the it's mainstream not an easy life no it's not easy life. it's not but they're paid well it's a, the mainstream stuff is very safe um yeah. they're very conscientious about it there's a lot of things set up now that weren't in place years ago so we never went down that road of making it a bad thing to look at porn because some people really enjoy it you know and there are there are people with phds in porn so <laughs> who am i to say that he wouldn't go on to do that where could you get that from what university PhD you in porn? get a psychology I, degree yeah you make up your own shit when psychology. you get to that level yes. oh yeah yeah it's all yeah. about your dissertation yeah right <clears throat> Or sociology school. Are you going back to school? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I told Mr. Big he should just get his Cam Jack, back to school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it was it was about answering age appropriate questions as they came up and letting the kids guide what they were interested in learning. We did we did have a couple of sit downs um, where it's like okay here's the breadth of it just in case you don't know and we're filling in the blanks and we got a lot of eye rolling and yeah we already know that. Yeah, <laughs> that was always fun. Yeah, like, so oh, it's like, all right, okay. well, I'm just talking to you about it because in case you don't know, I want to make sure you have the correct information. And <clears throat> then, you know, as they get older, come to find out that our daughter is like feeding us questions to find out where on the Kinsey scale are we? How gay are <laughs> my parents? <laughs> um, you know, How gay were you? Again, ask you, right? not me. <laughs> I'm just going to look at her and go, Kinsey scale, super gay. Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So all the scare tactics about, you know, if you talk to them about sex, they're going to have it. It, Have all been, see, my my girlfriend, Ms. Rabbit, likes to say the following. The plural of anecdote is not data. Meaning that opinions about and or personal experience even is not always a valid argument Mm -hmm. and generally usually isn't. Mm -hmm. The data actually shows that when you have a comprehensive sex education program wherein you speak about the use of proper condoms, the use of female contraception, the use of dental dams, the use of 
safe sex practices, safer sex practices, Mm -hmm. the use of consent, you actually reduce the amount of STIs, STDs. And Norway is a shining beacon. Colorado, for fuck's sake, has had, had one of the best sex education programs in the country. And the last during the Clinton era, <laughs> no, actually, it was up up until just recently when the last uh, switch on the Colorado legislature oh, went Republican yeah. and they canceled it because Jeez. they were giving out condoms to kids and talking to them mm-hmm. about sex, and everybody knows that that's bullshit. But they had the lowest amount of pregnancies, the lowest amount of STI transmission, the lowest amount of STD transmission, and then in Texas, where they had the abstinence-only program that was the new model right. for this Colorado program. They had the highest rate of teen pregnancy, oh, so the highest Idaho. rate of STA. No, Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. so it's actually demonstrable. We have actual real live ones and zeros on it. We have yep. data that says if you teach them about sex, it will actually reduce the things that you want to have reduced. And you can start that sex education at any time in your house. Of course you can. It is Absolutely. all about comfort level. And it, don't let your kids' embarrassment drive the, that. because Perhaps the day they're walking out of the door to college is probably not the best day to start that. No, but, but I mean, I'm talking like, like Jack, what have you done with, with your kid? Are you interested in talking about that? Yeah. Um, he is mentioned girls mm-hmm. a little bit he knows that like his cousin who's same age as him in a different class he's he had a girlfriend in first grade mm-hmm. ah. he, he knows okay. what a girlfriend is right and i asked him so well, you, are there any girls there you want to have a girlfriend oh no just kind of shakes his head gives me a gross look or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. most of the time he actually when he's hanging i should say most of the time uh, but i'll come in often when i go pick him up at school He's in this after-school program. You know, he's hanging out with the girls. Nice. And doing yeah. stuff with the girls. Yeah. And there was one day where he says, there's this boy, and I can't remember his name, boy named Johnny. I really like him. He's lots of fun. I'm nice. Thinking, cool. Okay, sure. Uh, might be a, a sign of something to come, but oh well, you know, it doesn't if matter you, what if happens. If you get a gay son and I don't, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous much? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't wow. know. It's it's so early to tell, but he does have some signs that he might go down that road. Whatever it, whatever he chooses, he and could be by. He could be. Yeah. Uh, but whatever he chooses, I'll support whatever. Hundred yeah. percent. I I would like to have some legitimately biological grandchildren. That would be a preference of mine, and I am. I might be wrong to think that, but um, if he was to go gay, the only, you know, he's my only child. Right. And that's my only way to have true biological grandchildren. You know, gay men still have sperm. Yes. <laughs> but what if it's not his that are used? Well, then what? you're going to love the kid anyway. I know. Come on. But it's, it's irrele- it might be irrelevant. Yeah. But maybe, right now at this time, that's what kind of worries me. If that's all I got to worry about, uh, who cares? Yeah. You know what? Maybe he and his partner can just make a milkshake and then you just won't know. You know, I don't really want to think about my son and sex guy. He's, he's why not? Seven. Yeah, very young. He's seven still. He's getting there, and I'll when I get to that time, I'll help guide him much better than my parents did. Start now. Yeah, I've already kind of. I've already kind of a yeah, little bit. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, well, just being open to the idea that you know he could have a boyfriend is, I think, heads and shoulders. Sure. I haven't gone one way or the other really. Sure. 
I'm just trying to test his water, see where his head's at. Oh, right. That, that reminds me, actually. I did have one conversation about sex with my mother one time. Oh, how'd it go? Yes, I was uh, 15, mm-hmm. and I was headed off to rehearsal at a show, mm-hmm. and she said, I want you to be very careful about some of the boys there. Oh, dear God. Oh, wow. Because they could ask you to do things oh, dear God. that you don't want to do. Oh, dear God. And I was just like, Prong. I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck that was all about. Oh, wow. Went down, you know, went back down to the theater and, you know, kiss everybody in the... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. So, no, it was just, yeah, it was awesome. Hey, guys. So, yeah, like... <laughs> so, where were we? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, just that kind of... Yeah, so, you know, well done for... Right. Stand, yeah. I won't so shave before it, that's for sure. We've had yeah. we've had condoms in the bathroom since uh our son was twelve or thirteen. Yeah. And basically uh same, you know, with tampons and like these are free reign. Whatever you do with them, just let us know when you're out. We don't care. Yeah. Use them, play with them, don't care. Yeah. Um masturbation's always been fine. We set some good boundaries about that. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes. Yes, we did. In the bathroom, in yep. your bedroom, yep. not in the office, not in the living room. Not in front not, of the computer. Not in my bathroom. On my ba- <laughs> yeah, you've told that story, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen to our entire catalog to find the story that that went with. <laughs> yeah, I got a surprise on the toilet seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just was like, look. I don't care wow. where you do this, just clean it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It was cold. That's, yeah. Good times. Good times. Uh, yeah, so we actually had a really unique experience. Our son came to us and said, um, "We, me and my girlfriend have something to talk to you guys about. And we'd like to it make you dinner. It was the absolute classic mom, dad, my girlfriend and I have something to talk to you about. Oh, God. Yeah. And we're they, like, oh, God. Yeah. They've been dating don't, for a year. Don't. Thereabouts. Don't react. Yeah. Don't react. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we we want to make you guys dinner and oh, have boy. a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Dinner yeah. too? Yeah. Stand two, conversation. Make, step two, make them dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. This is what we did when we told your parents we were pregnant. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? Because, um, you know, as sex positive as we can be, in we're private, still privately, we're just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it was epic. You're just scared of being grandparents too young. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. I got knocked I up 80. at 19. I will be 80 and still be scared of being a grandparent too young. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You were 19? I was 19, 19 when I got knocked up with the boy. And your daughter is 18. Yeah, so Correct. I had her when I was 22. Yeah. I had the boy when I was 19. 19. Yeah. Yeah. Um Can and you imagine her coming to you and saying, "Oh, I'm pregnant at, in a year." I uh, They're different. Like I I was kind of No, honestly, I couldn't. I was I was on I my mean, I had my own apartment from the time I was 16. Yeah. Like I I had a very different upbringing than they did uh-huh. and um not that i i don't think anybody's ever emotionally prepared to have children because if if you knew what actually <laughs> went into it no one would pre- pre- procreate and, and no one and no one is honest about having children either right or yeah, you just you don't find that out 
Um, <laughs> but it, you know, when, when I found out I was, I was pregnant with the boy, uh, I found out at like, I was already past four months cause I still had periods when I was pregnant from the first trimester. Yeah. Um, I was on the pill and Oh yeah, wow. I I am I oh, yeah. and we used condoms. Like he he was I was like all right, this person wants to be born. Yep. Um because it's already past the 4 month mark when I found out I was pregnant cuz yeah. we were goofing around we were goofing and goofing around she was laying on the floor on my belly on and I'm belly. like she's like ah. Oh, I either have a tumor or I'm pregnant. What the fuck is going on? And I was yeah. gaining weight and didn't know why. I was, you know, starving All myself. the signs were there. When you look at it now, you're like Oh yeah, idiot! It explains actually why, <laughs> well, like a yes week later, no. when we had my parents over, had you know said we need to have a talk with you guys and have a seat. We're gonna have dinner. Blah blah blah. blah. Sat down, said, "Mom, Dad, we're pregnant." <laughs> and my mom just looks at us and goes, "I know." <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> you could have clued us like, in. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> but like, I I was in the the like five percentage that still has periods while you're pregnant. Huh. And yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. You knew that was possible. You know? Yeah, I didn't know it was possible. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that crap. No. Yeah. No. Um, plus, I was on birth control. I was adamant about taking my pills on time, yeah. and we were using condoms. Huh. Yeah. So we did have a couple of slip-ups with condoms, but yeah. like, there's no reason why I should have been pregnant. Yeah. None whatsoever. I was not being reckless or careless at all. Mm-hmm. And, and then the Lord did come down and saith, Oh, Bee! God. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, the turkey hasn't been eaten. We're not talking about Christmas yet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Eat the damn turkey first. And yeah. on the day after Thanksgiving. So the back to the did. story. We have dinner. We have dinner prepared for us. And we're all sitting there at the table with, you know, little sister, girlfriend, brother, mom, dad. And we have this nice little dinner. Everybody's relaxed and chatty. and Relaxed yet freaked out inside. Yeah, we're drinking. Oh, just, yeah. Like, oh, How yeah. many oh. bottles of wine did we have before? <laughs> We just had the one. We just had the one. Because we were saving the second one for after. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they we finish up dinner and I'm just sitting there and, and uh, our our son looks at his sister and goes, you can go now. And we're like. Uh-oh. Go. <laughs> <"Whoa." laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Turns out she already knew what was going to happen. So. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, did you just throw it at me? I'm. You guys are still freaked out about this. This is awesome. So he says, uh, my girlfriend and I um, were thinking about becoming sexually active and wanted to talk to you about it first. Huh? Right? Exactly. Right? Fireworks going off. I know the night they met. Big, I was no, there no, the no, night no, no, they this met. Is, no, no, no. This is different way different girlfriend. Different girlfriend. This was oh. his high school girlfriend. Oh, way I thought it was his current yeah. girlfriend this that he no, met no. at the club. Oh, oh no, God, no. no. Oh, you no. had me. No, he's, okay. he's over She's 21. I was going down. I was going down a different road. Crazy town. This makes sense now. He was 18. He was 18. And just barely so. Yeah. And we just, we look at each other like, what the fuck do we do now? High five. <laughs> Kaboosh. <laughs> Big top. Parent of the year award. Oh my I, God. Yeah. So we sit there. We just like look at each other like stunned. And then like, oh, f- fucking somebody say something. Say something. Don't make it weird. And I was like, well, that's great. Um, I bet she was freaking out. The girlfriend. She, she asked me to take her to Planned Parenthood so she could get on the pill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she. They said we we want to go to Planned Parenthood together, and she wants to get on the pill. We need to get tested for everything just to make sure. 
like neither of them had been sexually active. Um, so they were preemptively getting a baseline. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Wow. Right? Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, you guys did something right. It worked. It worked out really well. So we said, okay, are there condoms in the, the, you still need to use condoms, even if she's on the pill. Like we had the whole safe sex talk and everything. And do you guys have any questions? Yes, we can set up the appointment. I'm happy to go with you as support, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, uh, we freaked Planned Parenthood out cause they, I took them in and was like, I, I'm willing to pay for both of their appointments. And they're like, uh, no, why are you here? And they asked me to be here. No, we want her here. Could she come in the room with us? And they're like, no. <laughs> Different set of rules. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like, why are you here? Like, this doesn't happen. I'm like, they asked me. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. this is not a forced thing. And yeah. that was, that was an interesting experience. But at the end, um, I was really proud of Freckles because you tagged I've it been, with. Oh my god, I've been racking my brain for what it he, was. Okay, that I said. Oh, so shit. I'll, I'll pro- I okay, didn't want to steal your thunder. Okay, thank you. No, but, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I don't, he, I just, he said. Yeah. I said. So, do you guys have any other questions? Because I did the whole sex ed thing, you know, like, <laughs> and because um, I didn't know what her parents had talked to her about or how much she knew and all this other stuff, and I knew, yeah. you know, our son was fine, and um, <laughs> then Freckles piped up with. Yeah, and sex is a lot of fun, you guys. Like, it is, it's a just, it's a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> I hope you have fun exploring and just have yeah. a good time, you know? <laughs> and we, we actually and set is. up, we set up some household boundaries. You're not to have sex when your sister is here by herself and we're not home. Yeah. Um, we're happy to vacate the house, whatever, um, you know, and we left. Keep it in the bedroom. Yeah, we left her, her conversation with her parents up to her Uh um here's you know what what's going to happen if one of you gets pregnant that whole thing what What are what are well (laughs) exactly what are you you going what are you going to do you know what is and you know like our son said i'll support whatever decision she makes i'm like no that's not an answer what is your stance on this you know and made him take a stand that's good yeah, because yeah. when it comes down to it, he's gonna need, he's gonna want to have a stance. Yes, yes, absolutely. exactly. So, just yeah, say so you don't want, you don't know right now, or you don't care is not true. Nope. Or I'll support whatever she does. No. No, you won't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No, because yeah, yeah. you're gonna have your own damn feelings. So, you and you're, you're, you have a right to them. So, yeah. anyway, so that was a really, really neat experience and um, weird. It was just <laughs> not what we were expecting. I'm like, damn. Yeah. All right. But now that now that Captain Jack uh, was going down that other path. <laughs> that would be an equally weird experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was totally thinking of her the whole time you were telling that story. Oh my god. No. <laughs> She's like two years younger than me, dude. Like that. I know. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. I was, well, they're asking your permission to have sex. They met at a sex club. <laughs> I was there the night they met. I was flirting with her when he came in and basically cock-blocked me mm-hmm. and picked her up. Forever. <laughs> For the rest of you. <laughs> well, when he lays it down, he lays it down. Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I, that that's like that was beyond my wildest expectations because I had heard stories of people coming to their parents to talk to them about sex. I never thought I would be that parent. Yeah. I really didn't. Dear Penthouse Forum, I never <laughs> thought this would happen to me. The other day, my son. No. 
<laughs> File 13. Does, does, does Penthouse have a magazine? <laughs> he just wanted to talk about sex and condoms. Yeah, yeah, all right. No, it's called Playpen. Now you go to, <laughs> now you go to Playboy. <laughs> Playpen. <laughs> Playpen. That's what letters oh or whatever it was. Oh <laughs> a little book. <laughs> letters from parents. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So if if uh, people have questions about how to help their help talk to their kids about sex, please write in. We'd be happy Absolutely. to answer those and yeah. help troubleshoot. Uh, we were posting a couple articles about the importance of talking to your kids about sex and how to get started with those conversations. You're mm-hmm. going to post my body, myself, our bodies, ourselves, yes. our bodies, ourselves, yes. yeah, yes. And uh, Captain Jack, we can't wait to hear the stories of your adventures in education. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're gonna or have, lack of you're gonna have yeah. a pretty extensive library when he comes of age yeah right. listen <laughs> to this here's, a, web, here's <laughs> a website um you can go to um so yeah the uh the uh the email address is theofacepodcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at theofacepodcast and at miss jenga you can find us on facebook at theofacepodcast uh freckles oface and jack oface have uh personas there I got a persona. Oh, there we go. Um, you can find us at theofacepodcast.com for all of our episodes, all of our links, all yes. of our thingy things. And uh, do drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Yes. There you so, go. I think this is another podcast. This is, I haven't said it in a long time, but Jenga's kids. <laughs> it's just right there. It's right up in there. No. Once just, again. Grr. The Ofe Podcast. Making it weird since 2005. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it wrong. <laughs> that looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. I was just doing a sound check. Now I'm doing another one. It's recording. What? 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 That's a sound check. Microphone what? between you're, the titties. Sound check. You're busy with your phone. Your head bare. Your phone no, like the I'm rest of society. No, fuck off. Standing I'm at the bus stop. Trying to decide what we're going to talk about from this article themselves that I read. from everything, including the podcast. Oh uh, my fucking god! <laughs> Irma Firkin Gerd. I'm going to put my boot right up your butt. Please. Which one are you reading? Promise. Uh, the consent article. That's the high school sex education one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ha! Sexy. Ha! Ha! Woo! Yeah, we're still blowing it out, but yeah, we're always going to be. I, I, we, I do like to. We blow need the right out. equipment, otherwise it's going to blow out. All right, blah, blah, that's blah, fair. Blah, 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 blah.